Bulletin, more than 900 First Nations women gather at the National Summit in Canberra. More details and reactions on the 2023 federal budget. And Joe Biden says the United States will not default on its debt. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women, including those who identified who identify as cis, trans, and non-binary, are meeting in an arena of decision making with a diverse range of private and public stakeholders. The three-day event, called the Wiyiyani Utangani National Summit, builds on the landmark work of the Wiyiyani Utangani Report 2020 and Implementation Framework 2021, which put a lens across the strength, knowledge, and culture of First Nations women and girls. The event will explore a wide range of topics, including women and girls' self-determination, economic justice, embedding healing practices throughout institutions, and policies on combating climate change. June Oscar, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Social Justice Commissioner at the Australian Human Rights Commission, notes the importance of forums like this for First Nations women to be heard and create change. First Nations women know what is needed to nurture and protect our families and communities. We have the knowledge, we have the skills, we have the networks and most importantly, we have the determination. We are ready and have always been ready to transform our cultural power, knowledges and lived experiences into effective policy and program outcomes. This is what the summit and We Yaniyu Dangani as a national initiative is all about. Treasurer Jim Chalmers has handed down his second federal budget, saying it will build a stronger economy and a fairer society. The Treasurer is forecasting the budget will return to surplus this year, but other measures show difficult economic conditions ahead. Economic growth is forecast to slow next year before recovering slightly, while inflation is not expected to return to target until 2024-2025. Jim Chalmers has told the parliament the budget is responsible, affordable and prioritises those most in need. Speaker, in all of our decisions we seek to strike a considered methodical balance between spending restraint to keep the pressure off inflation while doing what we can to help people struggling to make ends meet. Meanwhile, windfall revenue from high commodity prices and high employment have reduced Australia's chances of racking up a trillion dollars worth of debt. The Treasurer says returning revenue to the budget means debt will be almost $300 billion lower by the end of the medium term, saving $83 billion in interest costs over the next 12 years. The federal budget includes measures to protect First Nations traditional knowledge and cultural expression. $13.4 million is to be spent over five years for the introduction of a standalone legislation and artist mentorship and training programs for First Nations artists and related workers. It allocates $11 million over three years to establish a First Nations Languages Policy Partnership and conduct a National Indigenous Languages Survey to improve outcomes for First Nations. Nations peoples. 
$3.8 million over two years goes to the Australian Institute of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Studies to digitize and store at-risk audiovisual material. The measures come as part of a $286 million package over five years to support Australia's arts, entertainment and cultural sector. And the federal government is increasing access to bulk billing for doctors' appointments so more people can see a GP with no out-of-pocket costs. The budget... Sorry, the budget allocates an extra $3.5 billion to triple bulk billing incentives for face-to-face and telehealth consultations. It means about 11.6 million Australians will be able to access bulk billing, including children aged under 16 and healthcare card holders. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the reform will ensure the quality of a person's healthcare is guaranteed by is guaranteed by their Medicare card, not their credit card. Right now, too many are finding it more and more difficult to see a doctor. The costs are too high, the wait times are too long, and the consultation is often too short. Families are being forced into a lose-lose choice between getting the help they need or paying their other bills. This robs parents of peace of mind and it puts families under strain. It means more problems go undiagnosed or untreated. And it means our workforce is not as healthy or productive as it could be and should be. And we want to change that. And the federal government will establish two new agencies to protect Australia's natural environment. The federal budget provides $121 million over four years to establish the first national environmental watchdog to be called Environment Protection Australia. The independent agency's role will be to implement a new suite of laws to protect nature and to block or approve developments, set conditions and ensure they are met. It comes after the scathing summer review found Australia's environmental laws are failing with many ecosystems showing signs of potential collapse and 1,800 species in peril. Meantime, the budget is also the budget also includes $51.5 million over four years for a second agency to be called Environment Information Australia. Its role will be to guide the task of nature repair that lies ahead. The budget also has money for an overall an overhaul of national natural nature laws and to establish a promised biodiversity trading scheme that will see the private sector pay landowners to protect and restore the environment. There is also $50 million to conserve and restore globally important wetlands and catchments and $48 million for the ongoing management of World Heritage Sites. 5 million households and a million small businesses will get energy bill relief in the federal budget, part of a scheme jointly funded with Australia's states and territories. Those eligible for the scheme will include pensioners, veterans, seniors and other concession card holders, as well as recipients of the care allowance and family tax benefits and people who are already in existing state and territory electricity concession programs. New South Wales and Queensland households will receive $500 and small businesses can get a $650 rebate. In Victoria, households will get a $250 annual energy rebate on power bills in addition to the $250 power saving bonus that will continue.
Meanwhile, cheap loans for energy upgrades and nation-building new industries have been backed in the budget to permanently reduce power bills and create clean jobs. As well as the targeted energy bill relief for households, there is a plan for communities to take advantage of savings from smarter power use and the global boom in clean energy. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the global investment landscape for renewable energy and low-carbon manufacturing has changed with significant international policies, and this is requiring a $4 billion top-up to protect Australia's transformation. Rewiring Australia co-founder Sol Griffith says this is Australia's first electrification budget, describing it as a profound reset of climate and energy policy after a lost decade. In the United States, President Joe Biden has declared his country will not default on its debt. Mr. Biden made the announcement after a meeting with top lawyers, including the Republican Mitch McConnell, who served as minority leader of the Senate. I thought a productive meeting with the congressional leadership about the path forward to make sure America does not default, and emphasize does not default on its debt for the first time in history. I'm pleased uh, but not surprised to hear Republican minority leader of the United States Senate saying that at our meeting that the United States is not going to default, never has and it never will. Joe Biden seeks to raise the federal government's self-imposed borrowing limit without conditions, but the Republican Speaker of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, has said his chamber will not approve any deal that doesn't cut spending. Although Mr. Biden said both, side agree, both sides agreed the country will not default, there has not been any deal announced yet and the parties agreed to meet again on Friday. If no agreement is found, the United States could default as early as the 1st of June. Imran Khan has been arrested by Pakistan's military. The former prime minister was taken into custody after he travelled to court in Islamabad to face corruption charges. One witness says paramilitary forces and armoured personnel carriers followed him as he entered the compound of the high court. The gate was then blocked by the armoured vehicles while he was whisked away under heavy security. Khan was toppled as Prime Minister in a no-confidence vote last year. And to sport, and uh, the National Rugby League has announced its support for an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice to Parliament. The NRL has posted a statement on social media saying they're committed to the voice and the entirety of the Uluru Statement from the Heart. Their statement says true change comes from listening, learning and taking action. Indigenous Affairs Minister Linda Bani says she's not surprised to see the league is barking the voice. First Nations communities have deep bonds with rugby league and are part of the game's fabric at all levels. From Joel Thompson to Nico Himes, from Jonathan Thurston to the great Latrell Mitchell. The NRL would be unrecognisable today without the enormous contribution of Indigenous players. The NRL joins an amazing list and the support is growing day by day. And having a 
look at the weather around the country this Wednesday afternoon. Broome, sunny 31. Perth, showers 19 degrees. Adelaide, partly cloudy 18. Melbourne, shower 2, 16. Hobart, cloudy 16. Albury, Wodonga, sunny as well, 16 degrees. Canberra, also sunny and 16. Wollongong, similar conditions, 19 degrees. Sydney, also sunny 20. Newcastle, mostly sunny 22. Brisbane, sunny 24. Townsville, sunny 26. Cairnsville, Partly Keynes, not Keynesville, Keynes, partly cloudy, 27 degrees, and early springs, sunny and 20 degrees, Darwin, sunny, 32, and the Torres Strait Islands are mostly cloudy there and the top of 30 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.